0: Is there any bottled water for the guests? (laughs) We've got nothing. (laughs) Coffee? We've got nothing. And welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Coaches Show. We're going to dive into, uh, you know, who knows which direction this is going to (laughs) go. Right right after the intro. Welcome
1: to the Eagle Coaches Show on the Baptist Prep Sports Network, where we give you a behind-the-scenes look into everything Baptist Prep Athletics. Now, let's get right into the show.
2: Welcome back to the Eagle Coaches Show. We're joined here today with Coach Brantley Price, Coach Michael McIntosh, and, of course, as always, Coach Riley Perkins and me myself, Coach Cody Perrin, here to kind of share some updates on things that are going on uh, with Baptist Prep Athletics, kind of fill you in on what the, uh, the guys and gals have been up to for some offseason as well as in-season play, and just kind of share some things there. Guys, how we doing?
1: Fantastic. Minus Couldn't be water. better. I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. Minus the what? Water. Not having water for the, the guests. The lack <laughs> of water, we should say. Mac, uh, I know
2: you guys have been hitting it hard in the weight room. Um, I think t- this week is a max week. Um, round of applause kinda, Coach Mac. No yeah, first
1: time no on pun the pod. No on the Mac. <laughs>
3: um,
2: kind of tell us what's going on in the weight room and, and how everybody's been doing in there.
3: Uh, yeah, we've seen some good stuff in the weight room. Um, a lot of kids <laughs> pushing themselves and getting after it. The first time you can tell they're excited. Um, about just the, the commitment to somebody being there with them uh, consistently and then having an actual, like each day having a plan, having it all laid out, and they kind of know what they're hitting. They kind of found their groove now, and um, so that's kind of exciting. We maxed initially just to see where they were and have them have percentages so they'd know, you know where they were lifting in relation to themselves, where you know, always competing against yourself, trying to get better as much as you're competing against your peers. And so we uh, maxed for the second time for our varsity sports. And we saw a lot of increases across the board, women's sports, men's sports, everybody um, getting stronger. And that's a good testimony. You can tell which kids are um, putting in work outside of the weight room too, just outside of the mandatory stuff that we do here at the school. And those kids saw some some great increases. They were really excited for what they were doing.
2: Awesome. And I know, like, we've been at baseball practice, but we've seen – you have whether it's the guys group, girls group outside doing a lot of things on the field. I think speed and agility wise, can you talk about some of the things you guys are doing there?
3: Uh, yeah, so we do speed and agility and a lot of plyometrics and um, There's not a sport where having great balance and being agile doesn't help, and there's not a sport where uh, some explosiveness isn't isn't a good thing. So um, whether it's our volleyball girls or Um, our soccer teams, football being in off-season right now or our baseball in-season before they started going to a more practice-type format, um, just having them outside, teaching them how to move um, is important because I think sometimes we throw around jargon as coaches and it's like you expect the kids to know. But if they haven't been taught, then a slide may mean something different from kid to kid. Mm-hmm. So to have uniform, hey, this is what we mean when we say slide. This is what we mean when we say shuffle. Um, this is what an athletic stance looks like. That just helps across sports. So in basketball, you're shooting a free throw. You have to bend in the waist. Linebackers do the same thing catchers or outfitter or I'm sorry, like a shortstop would be doing the same thing, all coming from an athletic stance. Mm-hmm. It just helps every sport that we play um, when they have a baseline of, oh, this is what an athletic person does. <laughs> so it's it's been great for just seeing just a baseline of, hey, this is how I should move yeah. as an athlete. So that's been a lot of fun. And then the little things that are sports specific... When we don't have um, uh, you know, the teams combined out there, when I have just volleyball or just soccer or just football, then we do some drills that are specific for those particular sports. But that's been, I'd want to say, just as beneficial um, as the weight room has um, just because our athletes are learning how to use their bodies. You can get stronger, but if you don't know what to do with that strength, then mm-hmm. it's not really serving the purpose. So that's been um, – an important part, and an integral part of what we're trying to do in the off-season program as well. Awesome. I think, I think even the
1: kids that are coming to baseball practice after that stuff, it's creating a lot of excitement. and
3: Kids wanting to get back in there and
1: get back after it, they're always talking about, hey, you know, this is how much I've grown in my max since you said. I mean, this is the second max they've done. Yeah. And they're talking about the growth and getting excited about getting back in the weight room to see what it looks like next time. So um, that's something that I haven't experienced since I've been here, which is this is my second year. But um, it's cool to see the kids that actually caring about that stuff and, yeah. and, and wanting to go to work.
0: Um, that's important. It's and been I think cool to
2: see their confidence. Yeah, that's going to carry huge. over to the, to the games, huge. practices, things like that.
0: Those the, the teams that did that have taken advantage <laughs> of the strength conditioning program the most this year, which is football, baseball, uh, and and volleyball, have seen huge strides. Like going through going through offseason, I'm excited for all sports to be involved in the strength and conditioning program next year. Um, but but for those that did do it, you've seen huge strides. Like uh, I'm gonna call somebody out, uh, Jacob Dunn. Went from when we when we did one of our maxes yesterday on squat. Uh, when was the last time that we maxed before this? It was right
3: after the season, so it'd have been right before Christmas. So. Right, early, early December. I'd okay, say.
0: early December, and he uh, he squatted 225 pounds. Yeah, yesterday. So yeah, we I'll say with that
3: 225, just really quick, yeah. that it needed the form needed a lot of correction too. For like sure. he he was pretty strong kid. I didn't think 225 was gonna get it for him, but he needed some correction on his form, so we got that taken
0: care of. Yeah. So he went from 225 in early December to yesterday did uh 295 pounds. So it's like a um, month and a half. I don't know I don't know the percentages that that play into that but that's like a 30% increase <laughs> yeah. uh, or something like that in a month. So uh coach Mac you're doing a great job man and we're excited yeah. to see what that looks like in the entirety of the athletic department in the future. Um but yeah, it's off to a great start. Off to a great start and when the kids can really uh like you said coach Price when the kids can really um take pride in that, yeah. that's when everything changes. I think is more important than the actual gains that you're seeing or the kids are, are engaged in, and want to keep
1: growing. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's bigger for our program right now than a thirty percent increase in max from two twenty five yeah. to
3: 250. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I'll say even even without the with the numbers to it the kids don't want to be outlifted by their peers. Yeah, Like right. you see when they're working out, like, yeah, they, they're learning to compete. And I think that's exciting because as far as just going out to the field and just, you know, uh, we're just going to take it, we're going to lose. Now that they've been working and they've got some stuff invested, they don't want to lose. They're actually competing better and they're competing at a higher level because now that they've put some work in, they want to see some results too. And it's, it's exciting for everybody involved. And even when they're learning to hone their skills in a particular sport to see that, oh, there's a little drive, there's a little fire now yeah. versus in the future or when we first got here in the beginning, like this summer, there was a lot of just going laying emotions. down and taking it. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. going through the motions. We, we, we didn't have a sense of fight. For the baseball coaches, so you guys have actually seen your guys go through lifting through an offseason and now you're leading into your season. Um, what does it look like for you? Because for, for football, it's just we've been in offseason and we just see those guys getting competitive about lifting. Like they don't want to – not have as big an increase or they're like oh well, if you're maxing that i'm trying to catch you i'm trying to lift with you for you guys on that on the field translation how has it been different for you guys seeing kids kind of buy in and do things different because they do come in the mornings and they do have those those lifts and they've had that kind of training
2: go ahead i'll follow you
3: up i not, got some stuff
1: yeah my only thing i had to say on that was
3: i think Coach
1: Perrin did a great job last year. I think it kind of started with last year's group, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he did a good job of kind of setting the tone and and the bar and saying, hey, you know, for us and his slash our program, it doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. We're going to do it this way because I believe this is the right way. Mm -hmm. Um, And it started right off of the bat. I meant me and him were up here three days a week at 6 a.m. in the morning. And um, the baseball kids were here, I would say, every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's there wasn't very many times where somebody didn't show up, and I think setting that expectation, he did a good job of that right off the bat, and I think that carries into this year. Um, but then actually having a strength and training program um, and not just going through the motions, but, you know, you setting something up every day and saying, hey, this is what we're going to do, and if we do this, these are the results you're going to see. And now them getting a little glimpse of that is like, okay um, – yeah. I think just the, like I said before, the fire and drive and uh, competitiveness is going to play into it. Um, I've said all along, I think these kids, the best thing that can happen for them is them learn how to compete. And yeah. um, I think we're finding ways we can do that and in fun ways, but also, um, you know, teaching competition, <laughs> like how to win. What does it feel like to win? And how do you learn to hate to lose? You yeah. know, um, there's a difference in, in you know, Losing and then the next day everything's good, and then losing and having a fire to come back, like I want to play the next day because yeah. I'm ready to go. And so I think through strength and conditioning that and then through him sitting the tone of, hey, this is who we are, this is our identity, this is what we're going to do, I think that's transitioned pretty well. Um, yeah, that's all.
2: Yeah, I think <coughs> I think there's a big thing with investment. You know, when you're putting in the time each and every day, you have more invested. You, you kind of move from this, I hope we win to I expect to win. And, and I don't say that to sound cocky by any means that we're going to win every game. But when you have something invested, you, you expect to win because you've done all the preparation. And I think it just feeds into that for our guys. Um, and, you know, one thing that's been cool to see is, you know, we have guys come up, Coach, I've never been able to throw a ball that far. Coach, I've never been able to hit the ball that hard. Coach, I've never been able to get to that ball because I can't run that fast usually. So it's been cool to see just their bodies maturing uh, with the weight gains and stuff and, and things they've been able to do in the weight room. And I think, too, when you look at the best programs in the state or anywhere, and you see a lot less fatigue at practice, a lot less fatigue in games. Um, there's been times, we've been in state tournaments years past, where the team in the semifinals looks like it's opening day because their bodies have been trained to go through, I don't want to say punishment, but go through the – Yeah, the rigorous season because – they're able to rebuild those muscles back up and get their bodies in great shape. And it's not something that you can just jump into midseason because you're going to be sore for a while. But I think our guys, like, for instance, we practice. We scrimmage Monday. We scrimmage Tuesday this week. It looked like opening day both days. There wasn't a day that – and we maxed this week. There wasn't a day, though, that we looked and went, oh, they're tired today. They can't do it. No, their bodies are gotten used to it, which is a good thing, and they're going to be ready to go once, once season gets here.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know, but if you if you actually study this stuff and look at, at the way good programs do it and the way that, that a college program is run when, you know, when uh, I think I saw Eric Musselman say it or something like that, like the day of their first game, they were in the weight room, you know, that morning lifting. Like, it's just, it's part of it. That's why a lot of football teams lift on a on game days, because it, it helps with explosion, it helps kind of get your body going in the, in the right mentality, and then, and all the whole off season program. Like, I feel like one thing that we struggle with here is just the kids believing that they could do it. Uh, yeah. And and the whole off season program is is built specifically by by Coach Mack, who's done a great job. But everything that does not, yes, they're getting stronger. Yes, they're getting faster. Yes, they're getting, uh, you know, just more of like an all around athlete. But what that does is that also makes them confident, um, mm-hmm. and, and it makes them feel like they can. It, it's something like in their brain that makes them feel like you know you know what I actually actually have seen progress. I actually yeah. can do this. Um, it's I, funny you, know, you say
2: that. There's been a lot of parents saying their kids are, that, you know, from the baseball team. A bunch of the kids are starting to walk around with their shirts off at <laughs> home, and used to not do that. And it's they're confidence. like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, a confidence yeah. thing.
0: Which is, I mean, it's half the battle. That's half the battle. If you can get over no, that, certainly. then then you can you can overcome a lot. But that's how puppies become big dogs.
2: I think, too, the big thing is we want the, – the ones that want the opportunity to play in college, for me at least, I don't want them to be blindsided to what that training is going to look ethic, like. Yeah. The work yeah. ethic that goes into that. And so I think getting them up here in the morning, thats that in itself is a mental toughness just showing up. Um, but I think you're instilling that, you're instilling a routine, um, and instilling things that we're saying, hey, this is what's important. And if you're going to go on to the next level and do this, it's going to be important there, and you're going to mentally be ready for it. Um, physically, you know, it's a whole different ballgame in college, but mentally they should know what's required in order to be successful at the college level. And I think Coach Mack, you've done a great job getting them ready for that. Yeah, thank you. This turned into the Coach Mack show, baby. <laughs> no, not at all.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, he deserves it. He's done a great job. We, uh, we originally were planning on meeting with uh, basketball coaches, but just due to – all of their crazy scheduling and rescheduling that they had to do because of the winter weather a couple weeks back.
2: Yeah, I thought baseball was the only one that got rain outs and had to move games and stuff. Yeah, I know, right? The (laughs)
0: indoor sports get it too. The indoor (laughs) sports get it too. So basketball ended up having – they got kind of booked up, and so we had the studio open slot, and we were like, we'll fill it. Let's hang out. (laughs) Let's hang out. Chat it up. Talk about the offseason. and." And then we're, we're how many days away from the start of baseball? 22 days. 22, 22 days.
3: So our benefit game, yes. Are you all ready for these sliders? I don't mean people sliding the bases.
2: <laughs> the food, <laughs> oh, yes. food. I
0: was like, Yeah. I, I was thinking from the mat. Tailgate. Yes, no, no, no. we are ready for tailgate, the sliders. Tailgate, game yeah. one, opening day, tailgate, Coach Mac tailgate, be there. It's a $12 barbecue plate. $12 <laughs> <dollar> <laughs> <laughs> barbecue plate. This man can whip it up. Let's go. Oh, man.
1: I do have a, a question for the um, baseball coach here. What are your thoughts? <laughs> uh, how do you, how do you feel being 22 days away from, I guess, benefit or opener, whatever you want to call it? Um, do you think, you know, the product that you have right now is going to be successful here in 22 days?
2: Um, I th- if are I'm being ready? honest, and I, and I'm I'm delaying my speech or what I'm going to say because I'm processing what you asked me. I don't have an answer yet. But to your question, I think there's a lot of things that were farther along than I've ever seen here in a good way uh, from the communication to what's expected to where we're supposed to be on cuts and relays, bunt coverages, things that's taken. I feel, I feel like Weeks. for the last few years, I feel like we've had to go over it once a week just to be close to getting it right. Um, and that's no disrespect to the, the previous players. It's just, it's a new system. It takes some time to, to get it figured out. Um, So from that aspect, I think we're farther along. We're going to be young, so there's going to be a lot of inexperience out there from a varsity level. It's just going to come down to whether or not they're ready for the task um, of playing varsity baseball. If they are, there's enough talent there to to have a really successful year. Um, And if they're not, then it's on me for not mentally getting them (laughs) ready for that. But I think, you know, right now I'm happy with where we're at. We've got a ways to go, but I think uh, we're going to put a competitive product on the field this year.
0: Who is game one, or benefit?
2: Yeah. Uh, we have a benefit game at Little Rock Southwest. Um, they're in the 6A Central, which is the largest classification in the state. Um, you know, so they're – Yeah, not, they're to still com, not to confuse
0: anybody. goes you know, 7A in and, and football, things in baseball, the highest is 6A. Right, so, yeah, right. So,
2: um, their coach does a really good job over there. They had an all-state pitcher last year that was only a freshman. Oh, wow. Um, so, they're going to have some good pieces – Um, And they got all the kids really starting to buy into what they're trying to do over there. So um, they haven't won a lot of games at the 6A level, but that doesn't mean they can't be competitive with a 3A team. So it's going to be fun to see where we're at, see if our guys kind of embrace playing a a larger school and and see what they can do. And then um, moving on to the Monday, we have our first um, official game, and that's at home against Abundant Life. And that's the night of the barbecue plates. That's the night of the barbecue. <laughs> let's hey,
0: let's go. Oh, man. I'll be there. I'll be there.
3: For those of you who don't, I never played baseball, I never sniffed a baseball. <laughs> I think it's the white one with the red stripes kind of around it. Why's but it um <laughs> no, I'm 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 just interested in going to watch. There's a lot of like I hear them yelling stuff in the outfield. I'm like, I have no earthly idea. <laughs> Hopefully um, you're not what's hearing them yell. On.
2: I can't see it. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what I'm
3: hoping I don't hear.
2: Do so, go?
0: Um
3: but no, I don't. I don't. I don't have any like, I guess, questions about about the game itself. I am looking forward to seeing what those guys do this season, though. No, it'll be, I think, it'll be a lot of fun. And and they, the kids, I think the biggest thing is they seem excited about it. If you have kids that aren't interested, they just like, oh, it's just time to go to the next sport. Then that's not what you want to see for a program. Mm-hmm. Those kids get after it every day. Those kids, those ninth graders, and hopefully they don't get in trouble for me tattling on them. But I'm just seeing the excitement. Like, yeah, we're ready to go to baseball. Yeah. I playing. think, like you, like Coach Baron was saying, they're,
1: they're it. young. It's a young group, but I think they love the game, mm-hmm. and I think that's important when you go to put a young squad on a, on the field with the you know in varsity baseball. It's different than what they're used to. It's, um, there's a lot of aspects of the game that um, they have to learn to un- understand. They don't know what they don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of bunk coverages and stuff that you like to run and. Um, there's always a position for you to be at all points in time. And a lot of these kids aren't taught that from a young age. So it's a lot to uh, take in over the next month, Um, less than that now. But, again, I think these kids catch on quickly. Um, They love the game of baseball, so they want to learn. Back to what you were saying, I think, you know, that's important. And that's going to give us a leg up going into the season with a bunch of young guys that we have to put out there. So I'm looking forward to it, too.
2: I think we've also been, over the last three years, this is year three, been trying to find an identity of who we are and what we're going to be about. And I feel like last year that kind of got established, I don't know if it was right before spring break, but I you know Coach Price and we sat down and we're like, okay, majority of our kids aren't going to have the opportunity to play college baseball, and, and that's fine. You know, God has a plan for them. Um, but what can we do to have them prepared for what's next? And so we sat down and we're like, let's move baseball aside and let's talk about life. And it's like what's crazy is the moment we started focusing on that um, – we started winning games um, mm-hmm. and we kind of flipped a switch if you will um, and so like that's c- there's four words that we use our programs humility effort accountability and toughness um, and we try to preach on that every week in some way shape or form or testament it as well um, and so and then and teach them how to show it amongst their team their peers their family what it looks like as an adult what it looks like as a dad um, and really since that's kind of happened it seems like we, won. our team knows who we are, what we're about, they know what's expected of them, and then they know examples of how to live it out. And so I think that's been big for us to kind of set those pillars in place.
1: I agree. I also like the, uh, which isn't a huge top secret or anything like that, but the way that you handle player-led practices, I think that gives them a little bit of accountability and pride in the process. And. Um, they enjoy that. And you see guys grow through that, mm-hmm. you know, when you let them kind of take the reins and, and you don't stop them every time they do something wrong, but you have the conversation at the end of practice. Um, I think they learn a lot from that. And not only did they grow as leaders, but I think teammates grow as well because they see that and they're like, okay, coach yeah. trusts us. And he gives us an opportunity to come and, sh- and show what we can do. And, and even at the end of practice, it's not picking on them. It's, Hey, you did these things really good. Um, now let's grow from this this area, and so right. I think that's a huge aspect of the program that takes place too. Uh, you know, again, it's not top secret, but I don't know a lot of programs that are doing that as often as um, they probably should be or
0: need to be doing it. You know, man, this is the longest one yet. Um, so we can we can wrap it up. Do you have anything else? Anything else before we wrap?
3: I got a question. If y'all can answer yes. it quickly, so y'all have. You said parent was saying he just was last talking, um, you've got a young team. So Mm -hmm. how do you get – do you have a sense of those guys being like kind of in a a way, we're young this year, so we're not expecting too much, but in a couple of years we'll be ready? Or do they have an expectation now and expect to grow once they get?
2: Yeah, I think, like I said earlier, we have those pillars of our program. There is an expectation. There is an expectation of when you're on the field, it's, it's because we expect these things of you. Now at the same time, if you don't execute a bunt or things like that, we're not going to yell, scream, throw helmets, and do stuff and embarrass the kid and make them feel scared to play. Um, but if their attitude, the things they can't control, it's like that's that's where we jump them. You know, the attitude, the effort, if yeah. it's not there, you're not ready to play. Um, I can live with you going 0 for 4 with four punch outs knowing that you're fit to bat, your attitude's still good, your effort's still good, and you have a chance to win a ball game for us. Um, and so I think that's the big thing we we harp on is the attitude and the effort If it's in a good place, if so, I mean, even we scrimmage this week and and we had on the practice plan, all today is about is great communication and and great energy. And, you know, and then we talk who's going to be the guy that's going to bring the energy today. Um, And that's stuff we said in football as well. But I think just giving them kind of like a checklist of, hey, i got to make sure I do these things today. um, It's allowed those younger guys to still – have fun, still mess up, and and feel confident enough to make the next play, and so that's what we're hoping we we get out of them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, get rid of all the bad plays. We want good plays, but yeah, if we <laughs> make one, let's not turn it into two. Yeah, and that's
0: that is that is one thing I love. Like, if obviously if you're listening in or watching, this is the entire football staff on the podcast. It's also the entire baseball staff uh, on the podcast here. Um, and we so had a couple
2: th- volunteers for baseball down are right here?
0: Oh, we had a couple for football <laughs> so I guess I guess on staff staff, uh yes, but um that's actually one benefit I think of being here um is that and all being in the same room basically the entire year mm-hmm. um, and coaching football and stuff because, yes, we have similar messages and just thinking in the way that we all do things in football and baseball, um and just like you said, like energy um effort for football like. Obviously, it was year one. Like, that is basically what we required of them. There are things that they weren't going to do right um, because we have to lay a foundation and we have to, you know, we have to start somewhere. And so this year, the big thing was like, if you give your best effort and you give your best energy, or you have your best energy, like on the sideline, on the field, whatever, it's okay to be excited. Um, but when they go, a lot of kids play multiple sports also. Mm-hmm. So when they go back and forth, they're hearing the same message, but I phrase things different than you do, and you have different things that you do. And so, it's something that when they go back and forth between sports so much, it's kind of the same mindset that they have that they have uh, all year long because they play you know with with us all year long yeah. with you guys all year long. So that is one huge benefit I feel like of being at a, at a school like this with so many multi-sport athletes.
2: And I feel like too as a coach, they're going to get tired of your voice. So make sure that you have somebody else every now and then, kind of talk about what's going on that day or have the message for today, whatever it is. Um, bring somebody in, let the kids speak. Um, these are things we've done. And so I try to make it that when they hear my voice, they know, hey, this is really important. Um, I've got to lock in for this little bit of time. And we we heard a, a college coach share this with us, that um, when they get to the field, a lot of time those guys have been in class all day long. yeah. And all they want right now is recess. And so, you know, you send them to practice, playing. they know what to do. You let them go. Let them go run, play. And then anything you got to discuss, talk through – um, do it at the end of practice. You know, they're tired now. They're going to listen to you, what you have to say. They know they're going home. It's not a, oh, my gosh, I really want to really go hit. I really want to go take BP. Now I'll say that today we're actually talking to them first. But <laughs> this is the first day, I think, of the year that we are because we scrimmaged yesterday. Uh, we got done a little bit late, and so we're just going to dissect the scrimmage from yesterday and then let them turn them loose. Yeah. Um, and then we'll, we'll follow up at the end with our message of the day, our quote of the day, verse, whatever we yeah. have this week. Um, or this day but um, I just think it's important to let them remember you're coaching guys you want to move around and, and and play you need to let them go play
0: yeah it's also good to mix things up like you're saying like right. if they if they come every single day and do the exact same thing every single day sometimes they can they can lose interest they are high school kids at the end of the day so um I think I think you're doing uh y'all are doing a great job uh we're excited to uh Me and Mac are excited to sit in the stands and watch you guys while we're eating some barbecue, and we'll try to save some for you if it doesn't sell out. Um, Uh, Depending. uh, If it sells out, (laughs) we'll just take a percentage of the proof. (laughs) (laughs) That'll work, I guess. All right, two questions Mm -hmm. based on something you said, Uh and then we can wrap it up. First question is for Mac. Oh, boy. Mac. What does 0 for 4 with four punch-outs mean? <laughs> I have no idea. When he said 0 oh, for 4, four punch I was trying to make it make sense. Like, right, No, you only get, and it just
3: rolls you get from four me. balls. <laughs> you get three. So I'm like, all right, so what's going on here? I love I have it. no
2: idea what that is. I love it. Coach Strike Perry, out four times. Strike out four, four times. times. Okay. Knowing yeah. you got to stand in for the fifth. Yeah. Stand out looking. Punch-out. Yeah. Okay. They're going to punch you out when you, you watch their t- – if you swing, usually it's a very calm you're out. But if you don't swing, they're going to they, do their little that's shuffle dance and God. let the world oh, It's the punch. They're tearing a rotator cuff. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Second question, Coach Perrin, this is is what year for you? That's not the question, but if you answer that prior. This is year three at Baptist. This is year three at Baptist. This will be your third baseball season. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the last question we can end the podcast on is, who's probably the best assistant coach you've, you've <laughs> ever had? For those of
2: you that don't know, my first year, <laughs> <laughs> Coach Perkins. I think we just drew his name out of the hat, yeah. and he got stuck coaching. Well, I say stuck. It, he was very useful. Uh, not at the beginning. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but he ended up being a valuable asset to us by middle of conference play. I would the, say uh, the
0: oh, the gosh. the reason I pick on Mac and ask him that is because day one of baseball practice <laughs> yeah. I would have
2: been like, "What is open for yeah. with four punch out?" Can we tell the story about button coverages real quick? Uh, <laughs> we had on the practice plan. We're going over we're button covers. Exposed this down is two here, years yeah. ago. Dang, <laughs> Coach uh Excuse me, not Price. Coach Perkins said. Uh, Hey, uh, Coach, uh, quick question. And I was like, Yeah. And he goes, What's a point coverage? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and why are there five of them? Why are there eight of them?
2: And so, but what's been really cool, and I'll get to you in a second, but oh, gosh. <laughs> Coach Perk, uh, we were in our district tournament, and like I'm sitting there trying to call pitches, and he's like, Looking, he's like, Okay, this guy, I put he- this note on there, and he's like, Hey, you know, left fielder, come in a few steps, center field, move left a little bit. He was directing traffic out there. And I was like, he's completely wrong, but no, (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) He he was completely right. Like I was, I was very happy. That was, you know, one less thing I had to worry about doing. Um, And that just shows the coaching staff we have here. We want to help. We want to help each other win. We're willing to do it. We don't care what it takes. We're not, well, we don't care that if it makes us look like we don't know what we're doing, that's fine. We want to win. And so he, we had a really good year that year. He did win a conference championship as an assistant coach. I so. had, a,
0: had a good teacher. <laughs> I had a good teacher every single day, basically, on the whiteboard. All but
2: right. um, I will say with Coach Price, it's been nice to have a coach um, to bounce ideas off of and just pick his brain. Since he's been a head baseball coach, he kind of knows some things and um, – it's been cool to have. I mean, he he did not have as high winning percentage as Coach Perkins, so oh, wow. maybe we need to make a change. But uh, oh, wow. <laughs> no, it's been a joy to have them both. And what's funny is uh, Coach Perkins probably been in as many baseball practices as he was two years ago. So he's he still feels invested, and he still cares about these kids, and and wants to be around them. And even Coach Max been coming out there lately. Sneak out every now. And yeah, he's no out idea there. what's going on. <laughs> but
0: uh oh, that's probably our sign. <laughs> <laughs> Practice the is started. Is going on. Practice yeah. <laughs> about to start. Okay, sweet. Well, to uh, to end, we will be doing basketball with Coach Hemingway, Coach Smith soon. Like we said, they got a little busy today with some rescheduled games, so we weren't able to do it. But we will make that up to you guys. We just wanted to put one out in the meantime. So stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you guys for watching. I'm gonna get Dasani to sponsor the next one so the guests have some water. <laughs>
1: Thanks for listening to the Baptist Prep Sports Network with coaches Riley Perkins and Cody Perrin. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, connect with Baptist Prep on social media at Baptist Prep or online at www.baptistprep.org. Until next time,
0: go Eagles!